Hello, everyone, and welcome to In the Trenches. I'm your host, Riley, here with co-host Jaden. What's up? And Tristan. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to start here with a little rundown of what happened in college this week. Utah beat Washington State. NC State beat Virginia Tech. Georgia dominated against Florida. And at halftime, it was a little bit of a close one. Florida scored about, I think, 17, 20 unanswered points. Ohio State beats Penn State 44 to 31. Tennessee dominates Kentucky. Michigan beats Michigan State. And after the game, in the tunnel, Michigan State players assaulted a Michigan player. And now the Michigan player is lawyer, getting a lawyer and will be prosecuting those Michigan State players. This is the first time Michigan State has lost against Michigan with their head coach. TCU stays undefeated against West Virginia, winning 41-31. to Oregon beats California. Kansas State dominates Oklahoma State, has a perfect game, 48-0 to final score. Wake Forest gets upset by Louisville, 48-21. to USC beats Arizona 45 to 37. UCLA beats Stanford 38-13. Old Miss wins a close one against Texas A&M. Notre Dame upsets Syracuse 41 to 28. Cincinnati gets upset by UF UCF who is now ranked 25th. North Carolina beats Pittsburgh and Missouri upsets South Carolina 23 to 10. Now moving on to the NFL, we're going to start with Thursday night football as the Ravens beat the Buccaneers 27-22. to What are y'all thoughts about the game? I think Tom Brady's era is over. This is his last year. This should have been his – he should have never came back from retirement. He's officially been divorced. He is sad. Mans is not – he's just – he's not where he used to be. So in my opinion, I don't think – I think this might be like the first year where both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady don't get into the playoffs and just because the Bucks seem to be completely losing it. But the Ravens, uh, I mean, Ravens are, you know, they're doing their thing. I think they're, I mean, their losses are a lot of chokes, but you know, the, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I mean, you know, the Ravens, they look pretty good for the most part. They just need to stop like letting up. And, you know, if they just played through the entire game and then, you know, now they have Roquan Smith, it's like they can they can still push forward and, you know, come out of on, on top of their division. But, again, you just have to stop letting up. But, you know, it was a good win against Tampa. And I think that's it for Brady. Yeah, well, the only thing I'm going to say is I think Tampa's offense actually got moving this week, which is something we haven't seen just about all year. I mean, even going back to the Cowboys game, they scored 21, but it didn't really look too effective. So I think I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay came at a little turnaround midseason, you know, about about this time and started winning more games. You got to think, they're not in a good division. The leader is the Falcons. The Falcons, they don't have a quarterback. They don't really have much of a team. And then it's Tampa Bay and then it's the Panthers. So it's just, I could definitely see the Bucks still making it to the playoffs. As long as Tom Brady, he didn't have a bad performance this week. The run game has to step up. And then defensively, they they held what I would say is a very electric offense to only 27, but that's just still too many. What do you think, Jaden? I 
I think you're completely right. But I also think that Tristan's right. I think he needs to hang it up. Clearly, it's not good enough for him to be playing football still. I mean, even though it's his dream, they really messed up his personal life. And his team isn't really that good, even though I do agree that the Buccaneers are still going to make it out on top in the division because that division is just there's nothing going for anybody. Yeah. But um, I think the I think it was mainly the Ravens and their play calling. I think they finally got something going. They finished it out in the fourth quarter, like for like for the first time. And Lamar Jackson did really good. He got two touchdowns and had a lot of yards for a pretty good passer completion. He went twenty-seven for thirty-eight. For two hundred, yeah, no, he's in and two touchdowns. And here, here's what you got to think is like his receivers, which I cannot believe that they tra- traded for Rogan Smith. I mean, yeah, it's gonna beef up the defense, gonna beef up the linebackers. Give Lamar somebody to throw the football to. He's got Mark Andrews. That's it. It's the only guy he's, he's got. Always and Mark Andrews, three receptions, thirty-three yards. That's about it on five targets. He I got mean, injured. Top though. receiver. Yeah, he did. Was Isaiah likely? <laughs> he's a rookie he ended up going for a touchdown that was his top receiver it's you don't have any big names on this team get Lamar someone to throw the ball to I think if they do that they're going to be set Roquan that was a big trade we'll talk a little bit more about the trades in a little bit all right next we're going to move on to the London game Broncos versus the Jaguars got a few questions for y'all Okay. Are the Broncos moving in the right direction? No. <laughs> it was, I mean, no, not really. Like, it's, both teams are mid. Like, there's really no in between. You know, Jaguars just got rid of their running back, who was, I believe, a really good running back for them. And you James know, Robinson? Yeah. But Travis Etienne's been the starter all year, and yeah. he's dominated. Travis Etienne is the bright spot nah, of their whole team. I like him, but I feel like James Robinson is kind of like, if I had to say it, like another like Kareem Hunt or like Tony Pollard, kind of like yeah, he's just he was, that, like he that, a he, good, he's that good backbone. Yeah, that's true. He is that good. Like he's he's kind of like the he's you know it, the, the NFL is really going to a state where it's like you have two starters at the running back position. We're seeing that yeah. with the Cowboys. We're seeing that with the Browns. We're seeing that with a lot of teams now. And I think that was yeah. a really good thing for them. But, um, however, for the Broncos, I feel like, I mean, whatever. It's, I mean, it's a good win. Like, good job. You beat the the London Jags, who are apparently really hard to beat. But um, other than that, like, I still don't think the Broncos are going to go anywhere this year. I, you know, I, I could even say that the Raiders will pass them maybe, but if not, it would be like, they probably end with the same record because in my opinion, I don't think they're, they're doing anything good, especially with all the people that they just got rid of. That's true. They just heard about Bradley Chubb. Um, we'll and talk about that in a minute as well. Um, like, but it's just I like, think, I think one thing is the Broncos actually put up 21 points. And I think that is a good sign, even though it was against Jacksonville. But now, here's, here's my other question. What happened to the Jags? Because, you, you know, the first few weeks, they actually looked like a decent team, and Trevor Lawrence looked like a good quarterback. 
but these past couple of weeks, he's completely fallen off. Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know. I, it, but it was a London game. I don't know. It's, I think it would be different if it was a home game because I feel like Jacksonville actually at home would it be beating the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos barely won a game in London, so it was basically in a way it was a way game for every for both teams. So they those Jags didn't really get that home field advantage. But I feel like if they did, I think they would have won. I don't know. That's why I agree with I don't really think there's anything going for the Denver Broncos. That's true. But if you look at it, the first four weeks, Trevor Lawrence had eight touchdowns. In the last four weeks, he's only had one with four interceptions against two in the first four weeks. And it's not like they're playing really good teams. They played Houston, Indianapolis, the Giants. They have a good defense. And then Denver has a pretty good defense as well. But is that something to be concerned about for Jacksonville? Honestly, I don't know. Or is it just kind of too early to tell with him since it's only his second year? Yeah, it's too early to tell. I feel like he, he still needs another year. If or I mean if he if he I feel like next year it's gonna be like one of those like Tua situations because you know Tua's on like the third year. And, you know, it's like, all right, is he going to be good? Is he not going to be good? And, you know, now two of that – two is doing great in my opinion. But Trevor Lawrence, I think he just needs that one more year of like, all right, let's let's see if yeah, he's our and, guy. So and he's under a new coaching staff with Doug Peterson, who's done a fabulous job there. Yeah, and I think I think Calvin Ridley will be good for them next year too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – Having another good. receiving threat. Um, yep, I completely agree with you. All right, now let's move. Tristan, your favorite topic, Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott is officially back. He is yes, the man. Now, to be Prescott fair, back. it was against the Chicago Bears. It was. It was. You were correct. But, you know, I don't think it really matters about the team. I'm just happy that we're getting these wins and we're doing what we're supposed to be doing against these teams, which is basically blowing them out. However, it, it was weird. Uh, seeing them score more than one touchdown, you Four know, touchdowns. yeah, that that was a little concerning. But you know, the offense turned up when the defense didn't. You know, I mean, the defense still had a takeaway fumble and touchdown, and they had a few sacks. You know, they they did what they're gonna do, but you know, they could have done better. Uh, but you know, if the defense continues to play like they did when Cooper Rush was playing, then. I mean, I have no problem seeing the Cowboys, you know, win at least one playoff game this year, you know? So it's like, even though it's just the Bears, keep doing what we're doing. We're going into the bye week. Then, you know, coming back, playing against Green Bay Packers in Lambeau, I think we're going to beat them. So it's just like, got to keep pushing until we see the Eagles again December 24th. Yeah. So talking about the playoffs Dallas is in a really tough division here they have Eagles undefeated still the Giants only have one loss Dallas is six and two, two. and the Giants, no, two. Giants have two okay to the second spot okay so so Dallas and Giants have the same amount of losses as the Dallas just has the win over the Giants and even the commanders have a uh, 0.500 four and four four and four but um, I mean, if if we're getting into that, I I do think the division is like hard only because of all of like everyone's schedules. The Commanders, 
I know they're not going to get in it just because with they're the not, Giants and Eagles doing so well, <laughs> it's just it's not going to happen. I mean, it's good for them that they're getting wins with Taylor Heineke because I like Heineke more than I like Wentz. But like other than that, the Giants, you know, they're a good team. I love I love that Saquon Barkley's back. You know, it's making the division look good. You know, I'm tired of being the NFC least. Now we're the NFC yeah. beast. It's 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 how football should be. You know, the NFC East was supposed to be like always the best teams. You know, so it's mm. like you're always getting a little bit of a throwback. But you know, Saquon Barkley Barkley being back, like I feel like I think he's just the only reason why they're doing so good i mean daniel jones is doing his part but i feel like it is all saquon and their defense is doing just enough to get them by but for the most part i do think i mean i can see all three teams going to the playoffs you know yeah, that's what, that and i mean that's what question. that's what the nfl is predicting at this point that eagles cowboys and giants are going to go to the playoffs but you know i'm pretty sure like at this point the for sure fact is that eagles are going and the Cowboys are going, and that means the Eagles will probably get the first seed this year just because of their schedule. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But do I see them going 17-0? and No. I see the Eagles probably ending maybe 15-2, and and then Cowboys possibly 14-3. and Yeah, I could, I could see that. I think... I mean, in the NFC that we're in, you look at it, the NFC is the best division by far. The North, the Vikings are the only good team. We all know they're going to make the playoffs. The South yeah. is horrendous. I, the Falcons shouldn't even have a point five hundred. They should not be 4-4. Four and four. They should have lost to the Panthers. Yeah. And then the West, Seattle, is in the lead right now. Yeah. The Rams is... haven't done anything. The Cardinals, they've looked better since Diop's returned. And then the 49ers. Now, the 49ers, that's that's an interesting one. I think they're going to I think they're going to end up beat it, winning the NFC West. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be between the 49ers and the Seahawks. Like at this point, I just think the Rams are just having that year where you know, it's like, "All right, we've got a Super Bowl. We've done enough and now everyone's just kind of on a hangover." But yeah, if I if I had to say like who would come out of there, it's either gonna be Seahawks or 49ers. But right now it's looking like it might be the 49ers just because of their talent. Yeah, they're but, very you know, I, I wouldn't be mad either way if the Seahawks came out on top either, or I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Just mm-hmm. Gino's doing Gino things. That's true. I can see both those teams going into the playoffs though. Yeah, I can see both yeah. of them, you know. I mean I was right from the very beginning, you know, Geno Smith is that guy, you know. You were. <laughs> I'll give you that because I said Drew yeah, Lock. That's but... true. Uh, that's true. I was I was also a big Drew Lock man, but that's all right. All right. Okay. So let's move on to the Raiders Saints game here. Saints man. dominated twenty four <laughs> to nothing. Gosh. That's a W. My question is, <laughs> okay, one Andy Dalton. He's the starter. Like he's yeah. he's the guy for the Saints. He that was the guy for the Cowboys. Known. <laughs> uh, so uh, kind of not really he was he was he was mid for the cowboys but like not not talking about the cowboys right now the saints the saints you know i don't know Derek carr is just raiders need a new quarterback in my opinion i that's, they need that's a new my, head coach they need a new head coach i feel like they need a new quarterback Derek carr is 
throwing way too many interceptions, fumbles throughout the season. I mean, that's just what he's been doing. But other than that, Josh Jacobs is great. You have Darren Waller, but he gets injured a lot. You have Devontae Adams now. You have Matt, Matt Collins. Like, you have you have weapons. It's not like you should be bad. Like, you should be pretty yeah. good, actually. Well, I mean, whenever whenever Devontae Adams only gets one reception for three yards, you know, it's kind of like... Because they're relying too much on the run game now, and the Saints just hold them the entire time. They couldn't well, get past the 50-yard line. No, that yeah, they got past, like, once all game yeah that, that was it, it was, that was it but josh it jacobs depressing. he didn't have a bad game he, he was averaging no. 4.3 yards per carry because well, he's just carries you know? yeah it's just like, he's one of the best running backs in the league right now but i mean it was such a a bad day for the raiders i mean good job to the saints you're still not going anywhere but you know it's just like hey, they got a shot of the division do they do they really anybody <laughs> has a shot of that division I don't even the know. Carolina Panthers have a shot at that division. No, they don't. They already have six losses. Don't matter. Yeah. The Falcons are leading it with every, four. They would the have Falcons to win are leading every it with single four losses. I understand that, but you would you would have to win if the Panthers were to come out. They would have to win every single game starting now. I mean, I agree. 11 is it gonna, 11 is it gonna happen? No way. No. But there's a <laughs> no. No. But that's not the thing. It could. It's it's not going to, but it could. That's what you gotta think. It could, it could. but never it's gonna fun. happen. <laughs> um I mean yeah. at this point, like I I don't even know who's gonna come out of that division. That's what I'm saying. The Falcons there's, are there's cheeks, no the Buccaneers are cheeks, the Saints are cheeks. Honestly, this we all know that no one in this division is gonna win a Super Bowl this year, so it doesn't even matter. Like this game is so like irrelevant because it's just one of those games where you turn it on. And you're like, "Yo, Raiders might turn it around," and then they're like, "Oh, well, never mind." It's not. <laughs> well, that's my question. Do the Raiders have any shot at anything this year? I don't know, dude. Like, I want to believe that they can, but they don't. Have, they're not getting a Super Bowl this year. Like, and if they get to like anything good, it might be like a wild card game. But even then, it's like they're not winning it. It's just yeah. the AFC is too stacked for them to win anything out of that. And especially with the coaching and Derek Carr and all that, it's just, I feel like, yeah, there's no way. Like if, man, there's so many teams I would maybe think that would, they could beat, but right now, like the Titans would beat them. The Ravens would beat them. The Bengals would beat, would beat them. The Browns would beat them. The Chargers would beat them. Maybe. The Broncos. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Mm, Maybe Pittsburgh. The, that'd be a that would be okay. A, Pittsburgh, no relax, one, relax. That'd be relax. a that'd be a punning up. A, a Chiefs would destroy them. I could see the Jets, Dolphins, <laughs> Bills destroying them. I could see the Patriots destroying them. I don't know. That that game was just horrendous itself. It doesn't really matter to be honest. That was that was a, that was a hard one to watch. That was a yeah. very hard one to watch. I mean, I have a friend who's a Raiders fan. He said that. You know, he sent me a video of him crying. He was just like, I don't know what to do. He was like, he's like, I might be a Cowboys fan soon. <laughs> Gosh. All right, let's move to the Washington Commanders against the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Washington won it. <laughs> My only question here is, is Sam Ellinger the guy or I, was Matt give Ryan? Him another guy? week. That was his first week. I, let's, yeah, let's give, give him another week. I, I like I like the way Sam Ellinger played still. Like, I was, and I think I was about to say, of, he didn't play bad. 
No, no, no. Colts, Colts fans really liked him, actually. But, you know, Taylor Heineke, I feel like he just has a bit more of that experience, and the commanders have a few more weapons. Um, but, you know, I feel like you give Sam Ellinger a few more weapons, like key names and stuff like that. I mean, I, I say just give him another week, and I think he could do it. And I don't. I think yeah, that well, he could be a starting quarterback for the Colts. I think the biggest problem is the Colts is their offensive line, which last year they had the best offensive line, no doubt about it, in football. And it has just gone like this. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he he didn't play. He didn't play a bad game today. Sixteen carries for seventy six yards. They're finally giving him the ball, which I think they need to do, especially with the guy who, with no real experience. Facts, but. It's just they they got a problem with the offensive line. Sam Ellinger didn't play a terrible game. Statistically, he looked really good. Yeah. It well well and, let's talk about it. Do you think that if Sam Ellinger starts next week's game, would he beat the Patriots? Honestly, like probably so. not. Probably not, just because Matthew Judon has been popping off and with that offensive line that's obviously not going to help him but man the cold schedule is not exactly easy you have patriots you have raiders you have eagles steelers maybe you have the cowboys vikings chargers giants yeah no it's gonna be a rough stretch i think what they want to do here is they just want to see how he's going to play and if he wins some of those games like upset some of those teams you, you might have a stud here and Hopefully Sam Ellinger can beat the Eagles because <laughs> that would be wild. I, would. I think it's just honestly, I, I think they could be the Patriots. I mean, the Bears beat the Patriots. You know, that's what you got to think about. And how they did that is they utilized the short plays that turned into big ones. Now he's yeah. not no Justin Fields. Right. You know, he's not very mobile, but I could see it right now with the NFL how it is, a hundred percent. But the thing was yeah. is that. Those the Bears had a good run team, and the Colts are supposed mm-hmm. to have a good run team, but it doesn't really look like it's showing. JT got like 16 carries for like 70 something yards, but no touchdowns, and he also had a fumble, which was kind of crucial. So yeah, it was very. I don't, I don't know if that was. I don't know if maybe that's just a fluke game, but I, that's definitely that kind of play. The way they're playing right well, now, he's had a fluke season. Oh no! Those are all. I'll give it. I'll give it to him. O line literally gives him nothing. So I mean, it's not completely his fault, but I'd expect him a little bit to do a little bit more. Nah, I blame him. Because yeah. <laughs> you had him. But, but nah, but though I mean, this is just another game where it's like we're just talking about what these teams need to do to be better. But we both know that they're probably not going to make a run either of them. For the commanders, the there's Bowl. no way. <laughs> yeah, commanders, there's no way because of the division and Colts mm-hmm. is just. You know, they they don't they have everything could. they need. They could. I mean, if they surprisingly just come out of nowhere. But for the most part, I don't think they're going to pass the Titans. Yeah, I don't think so either. Let's move on to San Francisco against the Rams. Yeah. 49ers came in there, dominated as they always do against the Rams in the regular season. I don't know why. San Fran, San Fran owns the Rams. They do. Besides in the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, like CMC's been doing good. Jimmy Garoppolo's, I think, going back to his, like, his normal form, I guess. Like, like he's doing good. And, you know, I think the team itself is 
they're pretty well-rounded. So I think they can make a playoff run, but um, I think everything just needs to continue clicking. And, you know, if they continue to play that they did against the Rams, then, yeah, I can see them doing well. Yeah, last week a little bit we talked about how one player doesn't really make that big of a difference, but I think CMC definitely (laughs) is one of those exceptions. He... yeah, he made a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a catching touch. Like, like what? He did everything pretty mm-hmm. much. What? Not, the only thing he didn't do was kick a field goal and get a fumble. You know, like yeah, like I mean, he did everything he could do. Yeah, no, that was he did fumble once, but he yeah, he he's 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 the missing link that this team needed. Yeah. And defensively, they just got to continue to play like they did against this Rams team. They have a good defense. They just have to keep it up, keep playing as a team, keep doing all of that. And I think they could definitely surpass the Seahawks and get in there, win the division. Who? who? Oh, the, all right. the Niners? Yeah. Speaking of the Seahawks, though, are they a top five team in the NFC? In the NFC, yeah. You think so? I think so. I mean, I think Pete Carroll and that squad has figured it out. And so, you go, you go at home and you play, and you play against the six and one New York Giants, who have looked on fire. Saquon has been killing it. Mac Jones has been doing pretty good too. So Daniel. to go, what was that? Daniel Jones. Then, who did I say? You said Mac. He said Mac. He said Mac Jones. <laughs> God, I always do that. I hate that. Daniel Jones, stumbler guy. Yeah, <laughs> he did pretty good. Let's, you, Riley. I know you've been saying that he, questioning if he's the if he's the guy. I I I truly do think he's the guy for New York. Okay. We'll see. He hasn't played terrible this yeah, year. Yeah, we will see. Um, and you see that I was right. I just think the mentality that he has for New York, like I mean, he has like he go, he has like almost every single game with like a bloody hand, and he's still playing. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's on. Man's is hurting. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think the Seahawks are definitely a top five team. They, New York came into Seattle. Seattle's one of the hardest places to play. Held them to only thirteen points and dominated offensively against a very tough defense. That's New York's bright spot has been defensively. Also Saquon, they only Saquon had 20 carries for only 53 yards. This Seahawks team, this reminds me of the Bengals last year. And what I mean by that is they're a team that no one really expects to go far, but they're a team I could see honestly in the NFC going to a Super Bowl. And it might sound crazy, but no one thought the Bengals were going to go to the Super Bowl last year. And so I definitely th- think the Seahawks is a dark, a dark horse Super Bowl contender. Mm. Geno Smith has been playing phenomenally, way better than Rusted last year. Oh, well, yeah. But... Kenneth Walker, oh. he has been a stud. This year he was his worst game in his career with 18 carries, 51 yards, still had a touchdown. You got DK Metcalf, you got Tyler Lockett, DK you got Metcalf. Noah Fant, and then defensively, you have Kobe Bryant. 
Quandre Diggs, Tariq Woolen, Jordan Brooks. Uh, I don't Michael even know Jackson. how to say this guy. I don't even know how to say this guy's name, but he's five sacks. And then you got Michael Jackson, who led in tackles this this week. Yes, sir. They have a good, solid defense, and a very surprising offense. So there, I. It's gonna be it's gonna be up to them in the 49ers on who wins the division, but I think that both teams will make the playoffs. Yes, agreed. All right, now let's move to the Sunday night football game where the Buffalo Bills took on the Green Bay Packers and beat them twenty-seven to seventeen. Aaron Rodgers to retire. Yeah. Well, Either that or go to the Raiders. Go somewhere else. Go to, I needs... say he goes to the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that'd be crazy. That would be pretty insane. But my question is: Is Rogers done after this season? No, I think he has one more season. But do I see him staying with the Packers? No. But if he doesn't go anywhere during the off season, then I think yes, he will retire, and it yeah. will be Jordan Love. That's kind of my thoughts. If Rodgers doesn't leave the Packers this offseason, he will retire. Yeah. This well, this could very well be Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers last season playing in the NFL. Finally. Now, what really stood out to me in this game is Josh Allen's performance. He He's baby goat. Better than Patrick Mahomes. He didn't look like it. Is what, what? I was going to say. 13 for 25, he did have 218 yards, two touchdowns, and he threw two picks. It's just not your normal Josh Allen performance. You know, they still got the win. But that's the thing. That's what I'm saying, though. It's not a normal Josh Allen performance, but they still dominated. I like, know. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like that's the thing. It's like Josh Allen has his standards so high. That it's like, you kidding me? He only threw 13 complete passes for only two touchdowns and only 218 yards. Gosh, who this guy think he is? Like, are you kidding me? Sucks. No, I'm just kidding. Like, what? Like, his worst day is his best day. Like, it's not even fair. It it makes me mad. Stupid, stupid, good white boy kid. Like, just dude. Just oh my god, it's it's unfair. I can't do anything. There's nothing you can do against the Bills. I mean, John, the Bills are they are super team. They got Hines. I don't really, I don't really know what that. I don't know why. It's a weird then, pick, but it's like yeah. Whatever, I mean, you know, it's, it's like you know, what, I mean, what else do they need? You know, here, give me, give me another weapon. You know, just that's oh, Josh true, Allen's yeah. arm hurts for one play. All right, bet here you go. Here, yeah, Naheem Hines right there. It's yeah, like, so <laughs> I, I guess we're gonna be seeing another running back. Yeah, you think he's a? You think he goes over Singletary? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't really like Singletary that much, but I mean, if I, I feel like if Hines like has some explosive plays, then, yeah, I mean, sure, why not? All right. I can see that. Because, I, I mean, I think that's, like, the one position where the Bills lack, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter because Josh Allen's arm is so good and you have so many good receivers. It doesn't really matter well, to them. And Josh Allen's legs are just so big and strong. Hey, yo, yeah. Um, <laughs> he, I mean, he could just hurdle people for the most part. Like, yeah. It's the Bills, I don't know who's going to beat the Bills in the AFC. You know, like, if if I had to pick a few teams, like, the only Dolphins. Cut, yeah, the Dolphins. And the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. 
about the only two that I. I mean, see. if the Raven, if the Ravens get their their crap together, I can see the Ravens possibly doing that. But for the most part, like for them going into the playoffs right now, and they were to go up against a team and lose, it would be Dolphins or Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I mean, they're and their defense. The Bills so would just have a, They would have to have a really bad day too. You know. It's yeah. Just, like. It, they're gonna have to have another butt punt, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're, <laughs> it's like they're just their team from top to bottom is just so good. Now, defensively, you have Micah Hideout. That's about it. Uh, is Tre'Davious White back yet? No, yes, I think he, he is back. He's he back, back now, but he, he wasn't they back. They just last activated game. him. Yeah, they just activated him. I remember seeing that. But it's like their defense isn't even fully healthy, and it's this good, you know. Yeah, it's like this... they're they're almost as good as the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I mean, I don't know who like wins the Super Bowl this year, but if it isn't the Bills, it's just like whoever beats them deserves to have it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like like it's just there's nothing you can do against this team. They're just too good. They, they yeah, and it's really they should they should be seven and zero. Yeah, but I mean the Dolphins just being better than them. It's just like. <laughs> There was nothing you could do against Name that. You know? One position besides wide receiver two that the Dolphins are better at them in. Um, damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, next week it could be defense, but other than that, probably not. I mean, their defense will be better, but other than that, it's like, yeah, the 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 Bills defense is fully healthy. Is, is yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah I'm, no. I'm just, the Dolphins, you know, the Dolphins, <laughs> they got a win, and it was, that's, that's, the Dolphins took advantage of Buffalo having an off week, and that's yeah. what teams have to do. And it was also, screamed. it was also really hot, so, yeah. like, the Bills were passing out on the field, literally, like, their offensive line were literally just laying on the floor, because they were know. hot, yeah. but, I mean, so. for the for the most part, like, if you take Tua into New York, basically, and put him in a cold game. I don't think they're winning that game. <laughs> probably not. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's their next meetup, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. gonna be in, in Buffalo. In Buffalo. Let's see. What week is that gonna be? It's gonna be week. Let's see. Week, of December 18th. So cold. <laughs> yeah, cold. really, really cold. Probably, Maybe probably a snowy no. game. Yeah, we might. That's see a gonna snowy be a game cool there. game, though. Imagine Tyreek Hill. I mean, Stefan Diggs in a snowy game. That'll be that a good one. Kind of hard. That that would be hard. You have you have Hill and Waddle, like the fastest receivers, trying to battle snow, basically. Yeah. Well, you know that'd be interesting too because neither of those teams really necessarily have a good run game. So with that snow, how's that going to affect them? No, I I say Raheem Mostert. If the okay, he's pretty good. Okay, that, that's another thing. I think I think the Dolphins have a better run game than the Bills. Yeah, because I think Raheem Mostert running he back, just... but Josh yeah. Allen <laughs> is the run game for the Bills. So okay, the, Josh <laughs> Allen doesn't count for this. Okay, the, the you have Raheem Mostert, and then they also just picked up um, what's his name? His, can, you uh, running Jeff back throw for, can you running back throw for three hundred yards and then run for another hundred? Didn't All right, so. bro. Again, Josh Allen, it, again. Je- Josh Allen doesn't count. Okay, we're talking about the actual position. <laughs> But but um you know Dolphins also just picked up Jeff Wilson and you know I think he's not crazy but you know no, he, he's, he's, a, he's he's like an he's all right, right guy yeah he's all right yeah like like he's a guy that you would want on your team 
to just like you know rely on you know just kind of yeah. like all right he he can catch the ball he can run the ball he, he's kind of like another cmc to be honest but not like he's not as good as cmc but like if cmc was like mid he would be him yeah, you know? like, yeah there's there's a reason the 49ers traded him away for cmc you know yeah like there's a reason for so, that but but again it's like i'm not mad about it like i mean the dolphins don't really they're another team where they don't really need to run the ball for the most part, too, it can get the ball to Tyreek and Waddle and Gesicki and maybe Cedric Wilson. But it's like, mm. for the most part, it's like, I'm not mad about it. You know, they got, they're stepping up on their defense. Their team is looking good wide receiver wise. I mean, you have a top, you have the number one receiver in the league and then the number five receiver in the league. Like, yeah, let's, to, let's uh, talk about the Dolphins here, actually, against the Lions this okay. week. Um, how, how do you feel going into halftime? Um, going into halftime, I almost wanted to give up on everything. Um, but for the most part, I was like, I was like, it's looking like another Ravens situation mm-hmm. where it's, you know, that defense is like, okay, where, where are you? You know, it's like, where's the defense? And then all of a sudden the defense stepped up in the second half and then Tua did Tua things and Tyreek did Tyreek things and Waddle did Waddle things. It's, and they came back. So, I mean, it was a good comeback game, but the, they got lucky again, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we can officially say that Tua's back. Dak is back. All these quarterbacks are back. Yeah. Tua looked phenomenal. Jared Goff looked phenomenal, you know. A real good quarterback matchup here, you know. Two of the best quarterbacks in the league going at it. Whoa, wait, what? Hold on, wait, wait. <laughs> I was like, like, wait, hold on. What are we talking about right now? No, but Jared Goff looked like, you know, his, his week one through four himself again yeah he looked like jared goff you know so that i think (laughs) i think detroit needs to figure their defense out that's what they need to do and also another thing they need to do is give deandre swift the ball (sighs) that could help that that would probably help just a little bit you know not too much but you know just just a little bit Maybe. Like, don't get me wrong, Jamal Williams is a good running back, but DeAndre Swift is a great running back. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't go that far, but you know they no. See, the, Detroit's another one of those teams that it has those two starting running backs. You have DeAndre Swift and you have Jamal Williams. And Swift, he was active in the air, caught a touchdown pass. It's just wait, what? Uh, what happens? Jared Goff caught a ball for five yards. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but no one passed it. It was just, he was the only passer. So he, pa- he threw did it he to himself. It? Did he, he pass it, it to himself? <laughs> maybe maybe he threw it. It got batted down. He caught it again. He caught it and, and then, ran. Yeah. Whoa, ran. That's Wait, I did not realize that. Oh, man. I'm going to need to see a play on this real quick. How do do y'all feel about uh, Tua having the best passer rating in the NFL right now at 112.7? Well, Tua's a good quarterback. What can I say? Do you think think Tua would be in top five right now for most touchdowns if he didn't get injured? Mm -hmm. I think so, too. I think think he would be above Joe Burrow at top three. With Patrick Allen. He got batted. And it went right back to him, and then he just ran it. That's five awesome, yards. Dude. I, was that like, I, awesome. I think that's the only thing I could think of. I also think that the Dolphins are six and wait, is it six or already seven? Seven and one. 
Oh yeah, you think like yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it would have been seven and one with Tua. I don't know, maybe six and two, depending on the Vikings game, but still they were had home field advantage. The Vikings were dying out there. I think they would have won that game if they had Tua. Yeah. I mean t- dude, Tyreek and Hill, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, that duo is insane. It's just unfair. It's that, it, it really is. You have like two... if we have Tyreek and Waddle for the next four years, like Dolphins are bound to get a Super Bowl. There's a, yeah, there's a Super Bowl coming for the Dolphins. Like it's like there, there's nothing like yeah. If you had Tyreek and Waddle for the next four years, and you just step up on that defense, and you know Tua just continues to ball out the way he has been, like bro, that that's a Super Bowl team. It's like they're they're gonna be just like the Bills. You know, it's just like what what can you do mm-hmm. against them? But that's yeah, gonna be a great matchup to see for the next couple of years, just to see the Bills and Dolphins battle it out, you know, like a true division rivalry. Well, you're, well, let's see. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to have them for the next three years at least. Tyreek is on a four-year. Well, Tyreek's on a four-year. Well, it's say less. I've, that's why I bought a jersey, so, you know? Just like, yeah, so, I mean, it's going to – it is – you know, everyone was making so much fun of Tua this offseason. Trust me, he, I, was, I was – I know, I know. And, and I was like, just wait. <laughs> proven the haters wrong. This guy is. Yeah, they proved everyone else in the podcast wrong except for me. No. Top eight, top eight quarterback in the NBA. In top five. What? Hold on. <laughs> Insane. All right. Now so let's what would go. you, what, sorry, would you what, say your top, what would you say My your top, top five quarterbacks are then? Like, not like ranking them specifically, but like mm-hmm. who would they be? Um, Give me a sec. Like me personally, I would have, I would have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, um, Lamar Jackson, okay, Tua, and probably yeah, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, my top five. I'm just gonna have to be Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. That's just those are yeah. your top two right there, no matter what. Yeah, Hertz has played really well. So has Tua, though. I think I'm gonna right. have to go with Tua at three. Yeah, Lamar just he was really impressive the first few weeks. I think he's kind of fallen off a little bit, and Hertz is leading his team to an undefeated record now. I'm gonna have to put Hertz above him, and then Lamar at five. Okay. Yeah, that's a respectable list. Jane, what about you? I think it's pretty obvious. Josh, Patty, yeah. top two. That's like you said. But I'm going to have to disagree with Tua being four because I don't see how Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown or Jalen Hurts is throwing these dots to A.J. Brown for three touchdowns and is absolutely killing it for seven games in a row. So well, no, he said, he have, said two have, was at three. I said two was at three personally. Yeah. So, so would you just switch them? Would you say? Would you yeah, say that switched, it would be Josh Allen, Jaylen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Jaylen Hurts. And Lamar, and then Tua? No, Tua then Lamar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't even. I, mean, I wouldn't even consider Lamar in my top five though, because considering how he's played in fourth quarter, I feel like finishing games who, is it's dynamic. For who else was going to be your fifth one then, though? I, w- I mean, if I had to think of another quarterback, statistically, I would say, Gino. 
Yeah, yeah Gino I, statistically yeah, has been very good. I, I can see him being. Yeah, no, I can but definitely see like, him at five. Can, can you consider Kirk Cousins? Nah, he's like no, he's he's top not, eight. Yeah, he's, he's a good quarterback. quarterback. I think he's done good, but I don't think because that's such a tough know. discussion right now. Because you have you have Dak who's back. He's been playing pretty well. Um, you have Gino. You have Kirk Cousins. You still have Joe Burrow, even though he's getting murked every week in the pocket i mean yeah i would say the best quarterbacks in the league right now are patrick mahomes joe burrow lamar jackson josh allen tua dak prescott jalen hurts gino and kirk cousins yeah i see it i mean i think mm, i don't know i think i think burrow needs to Okay, let me reevaluate. All right, so Josh Allen's number one, Patrick Mahomes is number two. That's that's just how it is. All right. Yeah. Then, I, I think like if Tua, Tua doesn't get injured, I think if Tua doesn't get injured, he his stats line up a lot better than they do right now. So I'm still having him at three, but I think I'm gonna have to go Burrow and then Hurts. Because even w- with their record, Joe Burrow's still playing amazing. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think Hurts and Burrow are in- interchangeable, though. But Burrow's just—he's been a lot better. Well, this is tough. This really is. I'm I'm gonna go Hurts at four, Burrow at five, just because Hurts is so good on the ground. But Burrow still looked pretty damn good. So, yeah. Not against but, uh, talking about Joe Burrow. Bears game. Let's uh let's move on to the uh, the Browns Bengals game. Monday night football. Cleveland Brown. last subject game. Joe Burrow. <laughs> oh God, that's pretty much it. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah, but just it's just bad game for them. Uh, no, I mean, but Joe still did all right. He didn't do too bad. He still all right. What makes me upset is that he keeps throwing it to Hurst instead of his, you know. Basically, better wide receivers, Tyler Boyd or Higgins. Mm-hmm. Like, like what? Like you literally saw the way Higgins got that touchdown. He yeah. literally went over him. Like, like why do you keep throwing it to your tight end, who's you know, who's not bad, but it's just like, like give your receivers a chance. You know, those are your playmakers. Like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? You also have Joe Mixon. Like, get him involved. You know, oh, he like, had seven receptions. Yeah, only Joe for thirty-two Mixon, yards. It was, it was mainly. It was. I felt like the entire game. It was mainly a Joe Mixon and Hurst game for some reason. I don't know why. It was just like they kept doing like play option. It was really obnoxious to watch. Yeah, to be I think. Well, I'll, I'll tell you right now why this Bengals lost. Joe Burrow got sacked five times for a loss of thirty-nine yards, and Joe Mixon couldn't move the ball offensively. The O line underperformed they were supposed to come in here and be completely different than last year and that has not changed at all it the o-line still is not good and they're not see last year was their only shot at going and winning the super bowl the afc is too tough they're not gonna get any more of those shots like that like that was a once in a lifetime thing for them now if the afc gets worse i could see it but then also defensively you let Jacoby Brissett put 32 on you. Don't be wrong. Most of it is Nick Chubb, who's the best running back in the league. Let me just say that real quick. Um, Amari Cooper, balled out. Devon's Peoples-Jones, Kareem Hunt, 
I mean, all of them. It's just Cleveland, whenever they get moving, is a good football team. And whenever Deshaun comes back, I think that they are going to have a real shot next year at the playoffs. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, I also like Jacoby Brissett. I mean, is he a playoff quarterback? No. But, I mean, we still need to see how Deshaun plays when he comes back week 11. That's true. That's true. I mean, my thing is, is as long as the Browns – see, their division is good, but at the same time, it's not. Like, it's a good division. You got the Ravens, you got the Bengals, and then Cleveland. You know, the Steelers, they're not good. They're not going anywhere. I think if Cleveland can hold on until week 11 – they actually could have a shot at winning. I said this last week. I think I also disagreed with myself last week, but I don't know. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting season for Browns fans out there. Probably a sad season. I mean, it's gonna be like another Cooper Rush situation. Like if you know Jacoby Brissett just balled out the rest of the season until Deshaun Watson gets there. I mean, shoot, Deshaun Watson could take him in the playoffs. Like, no. <laughs> Yeah, but the next three weeks are the Dolphins, Bills. That's it, actually. I think we beat the Bucks. Yeah, but... never mind. Um, yeah, the Brown season is over. Um... Yeah, so that'll be seven losses. <clears throat> we can yeah. go ten and seven still, as long as we win out. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Dolphins, but that's—I mean—that would have to just be because Nick Chubb does Nick Chubb things, and he yeah. Just when we hand off, the ball but... off to Nick Chubb. We win games. We should have beat the Jets. We should have beat the Falcons. We should have beat the Chargers. The Patriots, we lost that one. Oh. All right, now for our final segment here with the weekly news. Today has been one crazy day with the trade deadline hitting. We're going to start off. Tristan, how do you feel about that Bradley Chubb trade? Amazing. Dolphins to the Super Bowl. That really shows you that they're in contender mode right there. Yeah, they are ready putting, to go uh, out, beefing up their defense. They are. How much beefing up the defense? They got the running game. You know, it's just I think, yeah. Once they get that defense under control, I think they, they they're a Super Bowl team. I mean, I think they've been a contender for all season now, as long as yeah. two is healthy. You also had a few other trades. I'm trying to, uh, Chase Claypool uh, went to the Bears for a second-round second pick. pick. That was interesting. <laughs> Chase Claypool goes to the Bears for a second-round pick, but the Browns take Amari Cooper for a fifth. <laughs> wild. Bring that up. Absolutely wild. That's the past. That's the past. But it's affecting the future. I think the biggest trade we or the first big trade we saw today was TJ Hawkinson going to the Vikings. That was a surprising one considering the Vikings are in their division. Jaden, as a Lions fan, how do you feel about that one? Pretty bad, Depressed. huh? Depressed. Good. Stupid Lions fan. But well, anyways, TJ Hawkinson is going to be great for the Vikings. Uh, that's yeah. honestly really good for them. Uh, another another uh, weapon for Kirk. Um, I want to ask you a question. What do you feel about uh, Kadarius Tony going to Chiefs? Do you think that's going to do anything? I thought it was a good move, personally. I thought it was a good move, but Kadarius Tony needs to stay healthy. If, yeah, he needs, he needs to stay healthy. Uh, yeah. He needs to, you know, play football. Yeah. But and I, think, I think healthy him with Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be some great stuff there. I think it's just another weapon for him. 
out of all the weapons he's got, you know, nothing, nothing's going to replace Tyreek Hill, but Kadarius Tony, he's a very, he, he's a lot of talent. He's a lot of raw talent. Yeah. I think you get him and uh, Juju going. I can, yeah, those are your two main guys right there. Mm-hmm. And then you still got Travis Kelsey, best tight end yes. in the league. Uh, we also had Robert Quinn get traded to the Eagles earlier this week. Big move by the Eagles. Robert Quinn, he hasn't been doing as good as he did this year. Yeah. But still, I think the, the Eagles are in win-now mode. You know, they're they're looking for a Super Bowl. They're undefeated. Yeah. I it's think it's a good it, move. It's such a shame because the Cowboys are going to be the ones that take them out. But, you know, <laughs> All right, we'll see about that. I don't know. I, I just think – I just still think that the Eagles are – a fluke team, you know. Like think I think so? they're a great. I think they're a good team, but it's just their their schedule so freaking easy. It's like it it's it's crazy their schedule. And here, let's just look at their games. Like you have you have the Eagles. They beaten the Steelers. They beat the Cowboys with a backup quarterback. They beat the Cardinals, who haven't been doing so well in a no D hop situation. They beat the Jags, who aren't doing so well. They beat the Commanders. The Vikings, I'll give them that. You know, it was a good game. Mm-hmm. The Lions, like again, that was one of their. So that well. was when the Lions had the number one offense in the league, though. Exactly, and it's like, but the thing is, is like the the Lions also had the last defense in the league. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like, like all the games that they've had has been like super easy games, other than I'd say the Vikings. You know, and it's yeah. like. It's the same way with the the Lions playing the Cowboys. You know, the Lions put the Cowboys and they put up a decent amount of points, but we still won. It's just the Cowboys. I feel like are their are their only like good matchup in their schedule. Like, I mean, Titans could, uh, you know, hopefully do something, and then the Eagles play the Giants again, and then they play us again, and then the Giants. But I think yeah, I think know, the Titans, Giants, Cowboys are the only games that. Anyone should be worried about worried this about team this could team really, really like they could go they undefeated, could go undefeated, you know. They could, they, they could, but I, can they, can they, like realistically, though, probably not. I, mean, I, think, I think, I think they go 15 and 2, their only losses being to the Cowboys and to the Giants. I say, I say that I don't know who the second game they're gonna, lose. I know they're gonna lose to the Cowboys, they're not gonna. Beat mm-hmm. them at home with, mm-hmm. you know, especially if we get James Washington back and Tyron Smith by then. Like, <laughs> what are you, what are you gonna do? You know, it's just like, I mean, the, because I mean, if, if you think about it, I want to ask y'all this: if if the Cowboys had their team that they had now, even without James Washington and without Tyron Smith, mm-hmm. do you think that with the, with Dak we would have beaten the Eagles in Philly? Because I think so. I don't think Dak would have thrown an interception that game, and if he did, maybe one. Not not three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably would have. So I mean, again, I just I think that the Eagles and the Cowboys are going to be the ones that come out of those divisions, you know, hot. But right now. I mean, Roquan Smith is like cool. You know, you got got another defensive player. He's gonna do great. Your def- your defense is already looking super good, but you know, I don't think it's gonna. What that one player isn't gonna push you to the Super Bowl. Like, I don't see them going past the first round, in my opinion. Yeah, that's just okay. me. 
I, I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, that's why they're beefing their defense up is because well, that's again, when they struggled. Though, first round won't even matter because they're probably going to get the bye week due to their schedule. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's true. Yeah, nothing you can do. So, it's it's a, it's a it, they're playing in a bad NFC. bad NFC. Yeah. So and they're only going to get better from here on out. And they added Robert Quinn. And defensively, that's where they've struggled. Offensively, yeah. they've been fine. So. I, think I don't know. We'll just have to see point, how they play. At this point, you know, if it, if the Cowboys or the Eagles are going to do anything, it's going to be this year. Like, mm. This is the year where it's like, and I'm not like saying it as a Cowboys fan, like, oh, yeah, this is our year. But it's like, Eagles or Cowboys, this is your year. You have the defense. You have the offense. And you have a bad NFC. Yeah, and you have a bad NFC. Your whole division's doing good. You're going to have to battle through that. But other than that, you have the chance to go out there, go to the playoffs, or win a few games, and then win a Super Bowl if possible. If, you, if the Bills are there, probably not. But, you know, other than that, like, this is this is y'all's year to freaking do something. You know, you got really lucky with a bad NFC. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for – all the trade, all the trades. Other, that oh, we know. Well, well, you also had Calvin Ridley. That's which, what I was gonna say. I was like, you have Calvin Ridley, but we, we, I love Calvin Ridley. He's a great receiver, but I don't think we'll know how that's gonna be until next year. Did you see the conditions for his draft pick? What was it? So I think it was originally a fifth round, but like if he plays by a certain date, it goes up, and then if he hits certain indecent. Like gets like, certain get uh, accomplishments or whatever. whatever. I don't remember what they're called. He it goes up, goes and then up, if and then he gets signed, signed, like re-signed signed to the Jags, it's a second. So it starts at a fifth and goes all the way up to the second round pick. That's so weird. Like, yeah, it's okay. really weird. It's a lot of stuff. Like so, the Jags or the not the Jags, the Falcons don't even know what they're going to be getting. Yeah, the Falcons are like, all right, if he does really good, we expect something from you guys. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. Also, another funny thing is one of the games he betted on was the Falcons versus the Jags. Yeah, that was amazing. That was, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's, pretty much it. I think that is it for our weekly news, I think. So, all right. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Have a good rest of your day.